What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. You are listening to Occult Symbolism and Pop Culture. I'm your host, Isaac Wiseoff. Today, we're going to talk about Rihanna and her Super Bowl performance. Is it Illuminate Confirmed? Well, I'm here to tell you it is. All right? It is. I'm going to explain it to you. We're going to talk about the high-profile ritual that is the Super Bowl. We're going to talk about the symbolism that we that we saw here. We had symbolism of the fertility goddess, the scarlet woman, coded language of alchemy, the great work of the phoenix in phoenix arizona we're going to talk about symbolism of the goddess why rihanna non-stop told us it was exactly precisely 13 minutes long for her set there was a reason for that and i'll even catch up on some of the commercials uh damar hamlin back from the dead i'll talk about that and uh but, but before we get into the super bowl i do i'm going to give you 15, 20 minutes of background catch-up on Rihanna and how we got here, all right? Because you know, if you follow me on the socials, I made some predictions. And those predictions were based upon over 12 years of researching Rihanna. Well, that's an exaggeration. I was back, see, back in 2011, I started this blog called IlluminatiWatcher.com. And I used to write about all these celebrities and Rihanna, of course, a massive, huge name around that time. And I followed all of her works until she faded from the scene in 2016. And I knew what she was going to give us. I knew. I said, I predicted on the socials. I said, we're going to have some kind of, and you know, it wasn't entirely 100% accurate, but hey, we got close. All right. I said, we're going to get symbolism of the apocalypse, the scarlet woman and Isis goddess symbolism and aliens. Two out of four ain't bad, all right? And I'm going to tell you, and I knew this based upon years of studying the occult and what Rihanna had showed us in her music videos. So before we get into the Super Bowl, bear with me 15, 20 minutes. I'm going to briefly catch you up on why Rihanna so illuminated confirmed and how we knew that she was going to give us this symbolism at the Super Bowl. So if you go back to 2005, she signed to Def Jam through Jay-Z. I'm going to read to you from an archived website from 2011 from MTV News. Uh, let's see here. This is what Jay-Z said. He said, 
We signed her that night. Three in the morning was when that contract got signed. We wouldn't let her leave the office. From meeting her at 4 p.m. in the office till three in the morning, I was absolutely certain that doesn't happen too often to get lawyers to draft up a contract and the other side to agree to a contract in a matter of hours is R-E-T-A-R-D-E-D. He said the R word. That's right. Point is, twice he tells you it happened at three in the morning. Now, if you follow any of these crazy conspiracies about the occult and musicians, I wrote a whole book about it called Sacrifice Magic Behind the Mic, which I talk about Rihanna extensively throughout and Jay-Z. There is this theory that there's a Faustian bargain. These, these artists sell their soul to the devil, which would happen at three in the morning based upon the witching hour. Just an idea, just a theory. So that's where she started her journey, all right? And she proceeds to give us all kinds of symbolism over the years. I'm not going to cover every single detail of it. We don't have time for that. But the album Good Girl Gone Bad expresses the entire point. This rebellion message. Okay? And before this Super Bowl, her last performance was actually in 2018. All right? Based upon her last album and tour, which was from 2016, and that album and tour was called Anti, A-N-T-I. Obviously, this ties into Antichrist, and we're going to cover that in a second. I'm going to go deep dive real quick on that album, because that's very important. And oh, by the way, it was supposed to be executive produced by none other than Kanye West. But she did this album, and then she found a way to get paid. She became this bazillionaire, has this beauty line, Fenty Beauty, uh, lingerie brand, Savage X Fenty, worth over a billion dollars at this point, okay? So music is in the rearview mirror for Rihanna, okay? And the last time she actually performed music since 2016 was on the Wakanda Forever soundtrack on a track called Born Again, no less. Because that's the theme you see over and over. And you'll, we'll talk about it here in a second with Auntie. It's about her being reborn into the ways of the occult. And the lyrics from Born Again, it goes a little something like this. It says, I'd give my heart to this place. I'd give my soul or whatever it takes. Never run away. I've got enough angels to storm the gates. All right. Storming the gates of heaven or hell. I don't know. She, see, she says she's the good girl and she's gone bad. Now, Wikipedia claims that her idol throughout her career was Madonna. It says, Rihanna has named Madonna as her idol and biggest influence. She said that she wanted to be the black Madonna and praised her ability to reinvent herself throughout her career. Now, that's a curious phrase, right? Black Madonna? This refers to the idea that, and, and when we talk about the Black Madonna, we're of course talking about there's hundreds of paintings depicting the Virgin Mary as black. All right. Now, if you look at, there's a book called The Cult of the Black Virgin, and the author compiles research into the Black Virgin from multiple sources, lots of them from France, 
uh, who, well, you know, in France was only, I guess, one of the only few countries to study this. The book's very hard to understand if you're a moron like me. But it talks about the, the Priory of Sion, and it says, The Priory, as we've noted, insists that the Black Virgin, whether worshipped under other names, such as Diana or Cybele, is in fact Isis, the true goddess of France, now known as Our Lady of Light. Because that's what it's all about. It's all about emulating the archetype of the goddess, all right? And it goes back in time. I've got this book called Symbols of the Goddess by Claire Gibson. Ironically, I bought it in Philly. Uh, And that's what it's all about. It goes back to Jungian archetypes, channeling and manifesting energies from them. And in fact, in the description for the book called The Cult of the Black Virgin, it says, Carl Jung called her Isis, while others claim she is the symbolic remains of a prehistoric worship of the Earth Mother. That's going to play a role in the Super Bowl here, okay? She's generally connected with Cybele, Diana, Isis, and Venus, as well as with Kali. Inanna, which I think is one of the uh, lyrics Rihanna has in one of her songs, isn't it? Um, and Lilith. Historically, she's connected with the Crusades, the Islamic occupation of Spain, the Conquistadors, as well as the Merovingians and Knights Templars who viewed her as Mary Magdalene. And all I was curious because I knew from researching Rihanna that she multiple times depicted herself as different goddesses. Uh, in her, her uh, video for Bitch Better Have My Money, I wrote about this back in 2015. She is depicted as Kali with blood all over her face. Uh, because Kali, again, just like I mentioned, is part of this sort of family of goddess energies. And Kali is the consort of Shiva. And with Shiva, she brings about death and destruction. And, you know, CERN has that statue of Shiva out front. This goes into the realm of Tantra sex magic and all kinds of crazy stuff. And if you want to learn more about sex magic, I did a two-part show on that maybe, I don't know, six months ago. So, yeah, so Rihanna, in the video, she's covered in blood. She's murdering folks. She's Kali. She's bloodthirsty. And she does the 666 hand a bunch in the video, which is a Hindu mudra, right, which puts it in the ballpark. And another, another curiosity was back in 2013, there were multiple media outlets comparing Rihanna to Princess Diana. Diana, of course, another goddess archetype. Uh, you could look to uh, the Sunday Times magazine or uh, Glamour magazine, and both of them were talking about how Rihanna is very similar to Princess Diana. Seems strange, right? Well, in 2016, she released her... That's her last album at this point called Anti. And I watched all the videos on it. You have to unlock the Samsung extra videos, which I did. And you follow her path through initiation of the occult. And if, and I release, I've got the video on my YouTube, my Rockfin, and my Rumble accounts, a 25 minute video explaining with all the images from the Anti diaries, they're called. But she, Here's the short version. She follows a holy guardian angel of a crowned child, which is symbolic of Aleister Crowley's crown and conquering child of the new age. And she goes to the studio 
There's guardians in with black and white hair, dual polarities there of like the Boaz and Yaquin pillars, right? Guardians to the space where one is transformed. That's what that symbolizes. And they're wearing masks too, which I found very odd looking at it today versus 2016. And she goes to the studio. The crown child is in a glass cube. There's your Saturn symbolism. And in chapter three of the videos, she says that she enters the void. And she says, I have to enter the void to have a new beginning, a reinvention. She's being reborn into the occult. And the void is Aleister Crowley's abyss. Lots of occultists talked about the abyss. Austin Osmond Spare, Edward Kelly, and John D. H.P. Lovecraft, multiple references to the same realm that has a, it's this dark place, there's a guardian there, Caron's own or Cthulhu, depending on who you ask. But the purpose is the initiate, Rihanna, has to go to the void, face this demonic guardian, and successfully battle it, destroy their own ego to become enlightened, At this point, they can cross the abyss, and then they become a master of the temple, as Crowley would say. And in the anti-videos, it's this scary old lady. So in the anti-videos, Rihanna enters the abyss in white garments. Caron's own looks at her, that her key that she has grants her permission to enter. They deem her worthy of initiation. And one of the images you see is of her journal, and she says... I stepped into the void with my eyes shining and had an incredible transformation. And that's what this is all about. These artists are channeling energies. They're manifesting energies. The Super Bowl being a large source of energy for the purpose of being reborn, reinitiated, whatever, right? These are occult practices. I don't profess to do them, understand them. I don't know if they work. But it's very clear that this is what they do. To me, in my opinion. Of course, I'm also the hammer looking for the nail. So take that into consideration. Might be just looking for something that's not there. I don't know. It's up for you to decide. So in the anti-video, let's finish that out. She goes into the black abyss. The holy garden angel grabs her hand, pulls her through, and she pierces the veil. This is like everything you see from CERN and Stargate. And she's seen tattooing a man who has a giant horned deity of Baphomet on his back. Then in another chapter titled Shell, and Shell is a Kabbalistic reference, right? Um, It's a play on the shadow side because in Kabbalah, there's a good and evil. And I don't know how deep to go here, right? So in the Kabbalistic tree of life, there's 10 Sephirot, right? And then there's an inverted shadow side, the evil side. And those 10 Sephirot are called the Klepoth. And that means these evil, then they're evil forces. And it's translated as the shells. All right. It's the shells of the good side of the tree. In all appearances, it looks like the good side, but it's hollow and empty. It's not there. So she goes into the shells, the dark side of the tree of life, into the void, into the abyss. Then we see her in the bathtub, which is where the occultists prepare the subconscious for ritual. I'm, I know I'm probably going too deep, folks. Right, let me let me hurry through this, all right? <laughs> and uh, 
she plunges into the darkness and all this. You get all these references throughout the videos, right? And there's a references to the mob zone and all this stuff. And what you find by the end of it is she goes to the office where the music studio is. And her guide points her to the left. This is the left-hand path, which is the path of the rebel angel. They, they call it antinomianism, which is why when she says she's the good girl gone bad, that's a reference to taking the left-hand path. And she has a pen that says, pay the fee for golden eternity, which would be selling one soul at three in the morning with Jay-Z, which, oh, by the way, his bodyguard, Uncle Ron, is saying that that's exactly what Jay-Z's about. And by the end of it, she gets this crown from the child. She's crowned. And she looks up to the moon because she is the moon goddess. That's how the video ends. Right? She's the moon goddess. Over and over. And then also, if you go back to 2016, the same time the anti-album was released, there was a W magazine talking about how she, Rihanna, the baddest bitch of the post-apocalypse. And we had all the apocalyptic imagery from the Run This Town video with Kanye West and Jay-Z. The behind the scenes for the Run This Town video had Jay-Z wearing the Aleister Crowley hoodie that said, do what thou wilt. It's all connected here. And when they say she is the baddest bitch of the post-apocalypse, that is, of course, the Scarlet Woman from the Book of Revelation, the female embodiment of evil. Aleister Crowley was constantly trying to get in touch with his Scarlet Women, trying to utilize his belief in magical ceremonies and the mixing of bodily fluids and so on, trying to channel the spirit of Horus through his Scarlet Women to bring about the moon child. Okay? So, all this symbolism, right? And then she goes and stops making music. And I was like, oh, well, that was interesting. That was an interesting run. But you see how it worked out for her. She's worth over a billion dollars. Okay? And in case you were in doubt that, like, no, Rihanna's just doing that because her, you know, her handlers wanted to shoot the videos that way. No, she's definitely into the occult. Uh, In 2013, she... It says, uh, there's an article on gossip on this. It says, Rihanna has turned to a psychic for advice on how to fix her chaotic life. The singer has become increasingly superstitious and is paranoid about losing her fame. She's now visited a Buddhist fortune teller and a psychic for help. She's worried her fran- fans could turn on her and is also convinced she'll lose her fame. Okay. Then... In 2013, the Daily Star reported that uh, she is obsessed with aliens and she was paying a UFO watcher in the Mojave Desert for round-the-clock updates on extraterrestrial activity. And it says a source close to her said, Rihanna has always been convinced aliens will land on Earth in her lifetime. So she started using this man who calls himself a sky scanner to give her information from Nevada on anything related to sightings. Which is really interesting, right? Considering how much the world has changed since then. I think they shot three UFOs down this weekend. (laughs) More to come on that. Of course, you got to stay subscribed to the podcast. We're going to cover all that. And then, of course, she had a whole concert tour and documentary called Triple Seven, which, I mean, it goes on and on, folks. The Triple Seven, 
the Star of Babylon, a symbol Crowley came up with. It's a seven-pointed star, and it represents the Scarlet Woman of the End Times. So yet again, another representation of Rihanna as the Scarlet Woman. And it goes on and on, and it ties into John Dee's Enochian magic. Whatever. I told you 20 minutes. My time is up. We're moving on. Let's talk about the Super Bowl. Now, shockingly, there was no guest appearances. I thought we were going to see Jay-Z because, of course, he is alleged to be her handler. Uh, I thought maybe Drake because Drake, you know, he used to affiliate with her. He did a couple songs with her. And if you recall, at his concert in 2014, he flashed Rihanna as the devil with a big six. Remember that? 666. Not even ASAP Rocky, her baby daddy. ASAP Rocky, I wrote about him in my uh, Sacrifice Magic Behind the Mic rap conspiracy book. He had that video, What's Up, inside of an Enochian ritual magic circle. Illuminate Confirm, all over the place. So that brings us to the Super Bowl, all right? Estimated uh, 192 million viewers. Nothing to sneeze at. And, of course, it was on Fox. And if you reduce F-O-X in Gematria, it goes down to 666. The halftime show is sponsored by Apple. The technology of the Apple with the bite out of it, taking the bite out of the knowledge of good and evil. Huh? Now, some people would say, no, no, it's based upon the guy that invented computer science. I forget his name. I should know it. We talked about it in college. He uh, was a homosexual man in a time where that really wasn't acceptable. And I think he put cyanide in an apple and took a bite of it and killed himself before someone found out or something like that. Either way, it's a pretty dark logo. And I did a whole show. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. If you're unfamiliar with the concept of the Super Bowl halftime show as a ritual, you got to listen to a show I made last year to cover the basic ideas of why it's a ritual. I'm going to put a link in the show notes. Check it out if you're new to this. But I was on Twitter today, and shout out Bruce Fenton. Uh, He said something that made a lot of sense. He says, is the Super Bowl analogous to a witch's cauldron or alchemical mixing container from which new things are magically mixed and born. That's actually a really interesting thought. Uh, and, and we're going to tie in a lot of the Rihanna concepts that we saw to that idea. So the location of the Super Bowl was at State Farm Stadium in Glendale, Arizona, which was the same exact place Katy Perry performed when she was the Scarlet Woman riding on the beast of the, t- like on the tarot card back in 2015. And if you recall, when I covered that performance, she came in from a UFO. And there was all this talk about UFOs and invasions because Katy Perry was in the E.T. video with Kanye West. And oh, by the way, Phoenix is the place where the most documented, most witnessed UFO sighting ever in human history happened. The Phoenix Lights. But Glendale, which is a suburb of Phoenix, it's called the Valley of the Sun, and Phoenix is the, is the bird symbolized as the final stage of alchemy, what they call the great work. It's their big pursuit. 
of ascending man into God. So in a way, even if you watched this halftime show and you thought, man, there's nothing there. What are you, what are you talking about? You're crazy. These artists get a rush of energy. And in fact, the next, they sell a lot of records or get a lot of streams, I should say, following these Super Bowl performances. It's all about sending man into God. Oh, and by the way, Crowley, his secret name, he not so secret, I guess, right? His secret name in the Ordo Templi Orientis magical order was, that's right, it was Phoenix. Phoenix. And of course, Phoenix is on the 33rd parallel, um, a line that crosses the planet through, uh, you know, crosses through Phoenix and Phoenicia, Phoenix and Phoenicia. And uh, the city of Tyre, uh, that was the city that had an entrance of the two twin pillars of Boaz and Yaquin. Goes through Baghdad, where Tower of Babel was, and all kinds of stuff. And it's important in terms of human sacrifice and, and channeling energy to Moloch and Minerva and all these goddess, god, gods and goddesses, right? Now, Rihanna, let's focus in here, folks. The promo videos and the promo photos she gave us showed us some symbols we got to talk about. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime. And once you put me back into a period piece with those old flapper 1920s era time frame, you got me. I'm all yours. So let me tell you about this game called June's Journey. We're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. As you immerse yourself into the world of June's Journey, a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test, play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder with hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles. The next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I, I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning, all right? In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks, trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this, and you're gonna love it. They play real like mad chill music, so it's kind of relaxing too. You get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such. So look, if you're into detective work, solving clues, finding clues, scandalous family secrets. Uh, you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever. This is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? 
In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She showed us... The first promo video, she did the vow of silence. It's called the va- the sign of Harper crates, where she puts her finger to her lips. You know, it's like you're saying, shh, right? And what's interesting is that Isis is oftentimes shown as a nursing mother with the infant Horus or the infant Harper crates, a.k.a. Horus, on her lap. And um, anyway... Yeah, so it's kind of interesting that this, the vow, the sign of Harpocrates ties into this mother goddess, pregnant fertility goddess, Isis symbolism. Then she got a, a photo that she looked like Medusa, whatever. Then in a different promo, Apple video, they play Run This Town, which is a song featuring Jay-Z and Kanye West. You know, the beat was by Kanye West, too, by the way. Uh, all very interesting because they super canceled him. He got... He got sent to zombie land or whatever. And back in the Run This Town video, it shows the end times. There are people that claim, and I wasn't able to substantiate this, but there's a satanic order called the Order of Nine Angles. And the claim is that there was a letter the guy ran the thing sent out, and the lyrics from Run This Town are the same as the lyrics, or the, uh, the statements made on that letter. I was never able to confirm that, so if you can find proof of that, it's not some sketchy forum, by all means, send it my way. Uh, another promo, she's wearing black and white, obviously duality, but we got the 13, right? She talks about how the set has got to be 13 minutes, over and over. I mean, I must have saw this reference five times, and, you know, 13, interesting number. Uh, Christ and his 12 disciples is 13, 13 witches in a coven. It's one of the prime numbers. It's in the Fibonacci sequence. Uh, Fibonacci is where you you add the number the prime, the uh, the numbers together. So uh, so like thirteen would be eight plus five, right? So five, eight, thirteen. That'd be thirteen plus eight, twenty-one. You get it. Um, and it's like universal mathematics, universal geometry, sacred geometry kind of stuff. Uh, some say 13 is unlucky. Uh, Friday the 13th, the Knights Templar were arrested on the 13th. Uh, the 13th card in the tarot deck is the death card. But my belief about what 13 meant and represented for Rihanna is the feminine goddess number because there are 13 lunar cycles in a year. Okay? Because it ties on into this female goddess stuff. So... Okay, so the Super Bowl starts up. The Eagles come out to Lil Uzi Vert, who he's from Philly, of course. But Lil Uzi Vert, famously known for saying his name means Lucifer. Then we saw DeMar Hamlin wearing a jacket of a cartoon Christ on a cross. Well, the front had Christ with thorns. The back had Christ on a cross. And there's a photo of him and LeBron James doing, uh, and DeMar's doing those 666 hands. 
And everyone's got a reason. Oh, it's because he's a blood. Oh, it's because he's from the Sixth Ward. Oh, it's because he's from Toronto. Oh, he's from whatever. I don't, it's fine. Don't believe it. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to believe it, don't believe it. You're not going to anyway. All right? And look, I don't know. I don't know what DeMar Hamlin's doing. Maybe he has a reason for doing that. I don't know. But it is interesting how he basically was died and reborn, and now we see him at the Super Bowl wearing a Christ jacket. Strange. Then there were some weird commercials, right? Uh, the avocados had a uh, forbidden fruit with Anna Ferris as Eve in the Garden of Eden, and she eats the apple. And then uh, they they worship Semiramis, which is another feminine goddess, as the Statue of Liberty. But remember the avocados back in 2017, they did it a commercial where they talked about being in a secret society. Very odd. And of course, again, the halftime show by Apple. All right, so Anna Ferris is in the Garden of Eden. She eats the apple. Halftime show by Apple. We got a flat trailer for The Flash. Ezra Miller, we did a whole show on him. We did a whole show on this guy. Illuminate confirmed to the fullest. Just two weeks ago, I think it was. Uh, Jack Harlow did a Doritos commercial. Talks about giving up everything for the triangle. And the triangle, of course, representative of the Illuminati. Squarespace did a commercial with Adam Driver talking about the singularity because it's a website that makes websites. The idea being when we cross the singularity, AI takes over and it and it's uh, a chain reaction we can't stop. And then during, and I'll, I'll put the images on my Instagram. During that commercial, we see the planets eclipsing twice. Something you see in 2001, A Space Odyssey. It represents the evolution of man. Or shall I say the revolution of man into computer which is what these nerds want. They want to get rid of the world God created and the mankind God created and replace it with the one that they created. They think the intellect and the wisdom and the Luciferian Promethean torch of wisdom that they have in science is the superior product, which I disagree with. It's like saying social media is better than real life. No, it's not. It's not. Sorry, nerds. Sorry. Finally. <laughs> Finally, Rihanna, the performance. And shout out to Dr. Anteater. Me and him were trading some ideas earlier today. So he he helped out here. And, you know, I tweeted my predictions. I talked about him on Breaking Social Norms. My other podcast I do with my wife. My wife. And, you know, two out of four ain't bad. That's not bad for just making a prediction based upon... 10 plus years of researching the occult symbolism of Rihanna. All right. And you could argue and say I'm way off base. Maybe, maybe I'll give you that. Like maybe I'm stretching. Maybe I, I mean, this is the stuff I think I'm seeing. It's just my opinion. All right. But Rihanna comes out and she's dressed all in red. She's very pregnant. She is the fertility goddess. She is the red scarlet woman. All right. That's what I think. And this is very important because there's, uh, there's you know, women from ancient cultures uh, were oftentimes shown pregnant as the fertility goddess. If you look at 
There's a statue called the Venus of Willendorf from Austria from 25,000 BC. And it shows a pregnant div- feminine divine goddess back in the day because women were considered magical. They were the goddesses who created life. They called the divine feminine the great mother, mother earth, mother nature. That's where all these terms come from. And analytical psychologist Eric Newman described these statues of pregnant goddesses as representations of the pregnant goddess of fertility who was looked upon throughout the world as the goddess of pregnancy and childbearing and who as a cult object, not only of women but also of men, represents the archetypal symbol of fertility and of sheltering, protecting and nourishing elementary character. All right. So the deal here is that Rihanna is embodying the archetype of the feminine divine. She went on and on about how she does a 13-minute performance. This represents the 13 lunar cycles in a year. This explains why, because if you watch the show, you'll notice it was actually very boring. Because she's pregnant. What's she going to do? Somersaults? Do flips off stage? No, she's pregnant. But then it begs the question of, then why not wait till next year? Right? Why didn't they why didn't they wait till next year? Why didn't they have more guest artists come out? It's because it was all about devotion to the pregnant goddess, the fertility goddess, the scarlet woman that is Rihanna. I mean, I couldn't we didn't even get to see ASAP Rocky up there. Isn't that something? And didn't Kanye West get ASAP Rocky out of prison? Ain't that a ain't that a, a son of a gun? They played two Kanye West songs on the set on the uh, halftime performance show. I mean, come on. Come on. So anyway, the show starts out. She's in all red. They're on uh, floating, moving platforms. And at the apex of the what looks like a pyramid is Rihanna, right? She's the goddess at the top center. And you know Rihanna, she's part of uh, Jay-Z's Rock Nation thing. She's always doing the Rock Diamond, the Triangle of Manifestation And I've got a lot of images. I'm going to put them on Instagram for you to see. Um, But one idea I I found interesting was that, particularly during the We Found Love song, you can see the dancers were all men. They're wearing like midriff belly shirts, but they're men. I thought that's interesting. It's like they're all men. But there's parts of the performance where you can see there's women too, I think. But specifically during that moment, during that song, it was all men around her, right? And she was the goddess because she was doing sort of this puppet master dance with the men, okay? And this is just like, have you ever seen Fritz Lang's Metropolis, which has got Illuminate Confirm all over it? there's a goddess named False Maria, and we've seen several musical artists portray themselves as False Maria. She's this horny goddess that all the dudes lose their mind over. You know, Beyonce did it. Lady Gaga did it. Whitney Houston did it. Uh, Shoot. I don't know. Rihanna might have done it too. Because in the, on the performance, during the performance, the men, they're sexually attracted to Rihanna, the scarlet woman, the goddess of fertility. And you see them like wagging their tongues and gyrating their hips towards her commands. She's in control of them. 
And so she's wearing red. The dancers are wearing white. The band is wearing black. So there's three main colors there. And the the primary colors of red, white, and black, uh, you know, Saturn is the colors of red and black. But more importantly, in terms of the science of the occult, which is alchemy, they use black, white, and red to symbolize the progression of the initiate through the process of becoming the phoenix of the great work. So Rihanna, the Scarlet Woman, she is the great work. Uh, but yeah, we see the black is the first stage. They call it the negredo. Then white, which is the dancers. Sometimes there's yellow, um, but, but it's generally black, white, and then red, red being the phoenix. And of course, they are performing in Phoenix, Arizona. Then there's another interesting moment. During the transition to pour it up, the camera does this sort of 360 and it inverts the imagery of Rihanna. It does a sort of as above, so below transition. Uh, in films, when you see this, it represents the entrance to a new realm, a new dimension. And the platforms where she was once at the, t- at the apex, the top of the pyramid, they rearranged themselves, and now she's at the bottom of the pyramid. It's like an inverted pyramid now. And, of course, the inverted pyramid is, again, the symbol of the feminine, um, the divine feminine. When you look at, you know, the elements of, uh, uh, what do you call it? I, my, it's getting late here, folks. <laughs> the sacred banishing ritual of the pentagram and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, the inverted pyramid is generally symbolized as water or the feminine. Okay. And then finally, uh, one piece I did find combing through it. And I'll put this on my Instagram at Isaac Weishaupt link in the show notes. Two of the male dancers you see when they're zoomed in on Rihanna performing two of the male dancers show us hand symbols. One of which is the valve silence for no reason whatsoever. Or as I argue, all the reason whatsoever. And the other one is doing the 666 hand. What's going on here? They're just dancing, aren't they? No. There was they were doing that for on purpose. The camera was zoomed in for a reason. It happened at the same time. Cause six 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 hand is the womb of the Illuminati, the overlapping sixes. So in conclusion, Illuminate confirm Rihanna. You know, she is the goddess. She is the, uh, and of course, all the, all the mainstream medias and the buzzfeeds, they, you know, they can't get enough. They're just all over themselves. Oh my God, the goddess is back. Meanwhile, we got UFOs getting shot out of the sky. But that's what it's all about. It's all about the Roman bread and circus. They keep us entertained and distracted while they're doing some real stuff behind the scenes. And the argument is, could they be doing some kind of progression, some kind of evolution of consciousness to take us down a path? The argument being from the conspiracy community and myself, the argument being that the path is one of Luciferian religion. The path is that of entering into the digital matrix. A global uh, new world order government, maybe. I don't know how crazy you want to get. And if, and if you're new to all this, uh, I'm gonna. It depends how new you are. If you're brand brand new, go to illuminatingwatcher.com, sign up for my email newsletter. I will send you my first book for free. 
that's a very base. That was my f- the first year I got into this is when I wrote a book. And since then, I found, oh, wow, I didn't know what the hell I was talking about. There's so much more to learn. But that's a good opening resource. And if you like it, if you think, man, maybe there's some truth to this, you can keep going. Subscribe to the podcast, of course. But then I wrote a book in 2017 called The Dark Path. And it's on Audible. I self-narrated it. And that book explains the whole thing. And ever since I wrote that, I haven't had to make any updates. Well, I mean, not that I make updates, but I haven't seen anything that's changed my mind on any of it. And I think I, I think I nailed it. I think that's the book. I think that's my best understanding, right? And it's not me. I'm not like this prophet or something. I'm standing on the shoulders of giants, Bill Cooper, you know, David Icke, reading through their works and then researching the occult on my own. All my great listeners have been following me over the years and supporting me. Thank you. Um, but yeah, there's there's something going on, something insidious, I think. And to me, it feels like you got to more or less choose a side. I'm not saying, hey, go boycott Rihanna, don't listen to her music. I actually like Rihanna's music a lot. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be aware and make sure these artists aren't influencing you to live a life that doesn't align with your values. All right? Like me, for instance, I'm an Orthodox Christian, a very crappy Christian, not a good one. But I find that sometimes this, this entertainment, it influences me to do the wrong things. And bringing awareness to it is the key. We're not going to go, no, I'm, we're not cancel culture here. We're not going to be rioting and picketing and doing all this crazy stuff. You just got to be aware. Spread the message. Wake people up to it. All right, thanks for listening to my rambling. Uh, but yeah, that was Super Bowl 2023. Uh Thanks for listening to the show. And uh, like I said, check out those images I'm putting on the Instagram. The Scarlet Woman, the 666 hand, the Valve Silence, it's all there. All right, folks, till next time, stay woke. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.